Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. We are talking about ruin, redemption, and regeneration. Let's read Genesis chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. God told the serpent, because you've done this, you're cursed. Cursed beyond all cattle and wild animals. Cursed to slink on your belly and eat dirt all your life. I'm declaring war between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. He'll wound your head and you'll wound his heel. We're talking about ruin, redemption, and regeneration. And I just want to come back to my last point where it says, the Lord God said unto the serpent. Yes, that serpent is that symbol and was that animal through which the devil chose to work and deceive Eve. And there is much to say about that serpent, the way that the serpent was so cunning and smart, etc. And we know that we must be aware that the devil is a strong enemy, and the only way we can defeat him is through Jesus Christ our Lord. It is through the power, the wisdom, the guidance of the Holy Spirit. It is by the protection of the Father, by his grace and his love in our life. Last time, we spoke about how he worked and how he bites people, and that poison is so venomous, and it destroys mankind. And we went to the story where it says that the people of Israel who were in the desert suddenly were bitten by those fiery snakes. And I just want to come back to it for a short moment because, uh, well, I said the only way they would be saved, and you can read the story yourself in the Bible, it says the only way that they were saved from that snake bite was by looking up to that brazen serpent that Moses had lifted up and being obedient to the commandment of the Lord, he lifted up a brazen serpent. And whoever looked to that brazen serpent was saved from the snake bite. Well, I just want to answer that question, which I cannot fully answer, but I do want to talk about it for a moment. How can Moses lift up a brazen serpent? How can the Lord command him to do that and make Jesus also in the symbol of that brazen serpent? This is something that many people have as a question that they don't understand if the devil is that serpent, how could they make a brazen serpent and that would symbolize Jesus because in the book of John, that third chapter, it says, just like, just like, just like Moses lifted up that brazen serpent, the son of man must be lifted up. And so many people, they have a problem with this. And they say, how can Jesus be in the symbol of a serpent while my whole life I've been learning the devil is that serpent? Well, Jesus on the cross became cursed for us. It says there in Genesis God cursed the devil and everything that the devil is, that the devil does, that the devil brings forth is cursed. And it's terrible to be under the curse. Nothing will ever be a success. Nothing the devil has done or will do will ever lead to a success. It is cursed. And so mankind that follows the devil will also be under that curse and is cursed. Mankind that is under sin in sin because of our own sins, but also under the curse of sin from our forefathers that goes back all the way to Adam and Eve. And nothing can break that that bloodline 
that is cursed. The bloodline is cursed. So we are cursed already when we are born. And then we have our own sins to add to that. And so we are cursed. And so we deserve death. We deserve to be punished because sin must be punished. And so there is punishment upon sin. And the punishment upon sin is death. So how can we ever pay the price for sin? We would die and be lost for eternity, and there's no way to come back from that. But Jesus went to the cross, and it says, cursed is whosoever hangs on that wood, on that tree, and he became a curse. And so he was cursed for us. He carried the curse for us. He took it all upon himself. When it says he was praying in the garden of Gethsemane, He was praying there and saying, Father, if it ever be so possible, let this cup pass me by. What did that cup represent? It represented that punishment upon sin. It represented the curse. It represented sin, all the sin of mankind and every darkness that was there. Oh, it represented that God would have to look the other way and take away his presence from the Lord Jesus. Oh, it was a terrible thing. And he prayed, Lord, be it so possible. Oh, let this cup pass me by. I don't, I cannot do this, Father. I cannot do this. But if you want, if it's your will, I will do it. I will go forward in your strength, in your grace, in your power. I will do it. And so he drank that cup and he drank that cup for us to the last drop. He drank everything of sin and curse, everything that would be upon us, he took it upon himself. And that's why he was hanging on that cross. That's why he symbolizes that snake, that he was that cursed one that took that curse for us. Oh, and we believe as we look upon him, as people looked upon that brazen serpent, as we look upon him hanging on that cross for us, In faith, we say, yes, Lord, you carried it for me. You took it for me, the curse, the punishment, the darkness. Oh, you fought against the devil. You fought against every demon, and you took it. You fought against death, and you conquered hell and death and everything, and you paid the price in full. Oh, hallelujah for that. Yes, oh, when we talk about the devil, it says in John 8:44 he was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him when he speaks a lie he speaks of his own for he is a liar and the father of it it says he goes out to deceive the nations in revelation 20 verse 8 in second thessalonians verse 9 from the second chapter it says he works signs and lying wonders. Yes. Oh, he he deceives us. And it says he lays snares and takes men captive in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 26. That is the work of the devil. That is all he wants to do. But we have Jesus. Well, oh, the devil, he wants to bring us in that curse with him. And he wants to put a chain around us and hold on to us. And so many Christians are still living under that chain. But you don't have to live under that chain anymore, my friend. Yes, we were ruined. Yes, that is a fact. But another fact is that we have been redeemed by Jesus Christ. 
He hung on that cross. He died for us and paid the price. Look unto him today and say, I have been set free from every snare of the devil. Every chain of the devil has been broken over my life. I have been given life, eternal life. I have been given forgiveness. I am redeemed. Hallelujah. And now I have been regenerated. Oh, praise the name of Jesus. Well, the Lord said to that serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed. And I like this. Yes, he is cursed. That devil is cursed. Yes, I've said it many times, and I will repeat saying it. (laughs) I love to remind the devil of it. He is cursed, and I am blessed. Oh, I am blessed. Say it with me. Say, I am blessed. Yes, he is cursed. Not only Satan himself, but every form of sin is under the curse. That's why we need to be set free of that. That's why we cannot live on the same life that we have been living and thinking, well, I've done good deeds. Well, I helped others. I've been kind to others. I gave something for this society. I, I, I even donated for the cancer society. I've done well. I've helped people. I even saved a life one time. Yes, all wonderful that you're trying to live a good life and doing good deeds, but that's not going to save you. Only Jesus can get you out of that curse. Oh, only Jesus can set you free of that curse. When you are cursed, as the devil was cursed. Remember the story of Billiam. Oh, he said, how can I curse someone that God has blessed? And in the same way, how can we bless someone that God has cursed? When God cursed someone, he's cursed. Remember Jesus, when he cursed that victory, the next day they came by and they said, the whole tree died. (laughs) The whole tree is dead. And they couldn't believe it because the moment he said it, they didn't see it immediately. But when Jesus said, you are cursed, oh, that tree was cursed and nobody could change that curse anymore. And when God said to Satan, you are cursed and anyone who is with the devil, anyone who is in that sinful life is cursed too. Who can get you out except if God himself would do it through a miracle? And he did it through a miracle. He did it by giving you Jesus, his son, who carried that curse and took it upon himself in your place, on your behalf, paying the price for it. And now you are blessed. Oh, if God curses someone, he's cursed. No one can bless him. But if God blesses you, no one can curse you anymore. Believe that you are under the blessing of the Lord because you are in Christ Jesus. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 